It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The World in 10 brings you the big news stories of the day, explained and analysed by the Times of London. Today with me, Jenny Barsby. As more families torn apart by the Hamas terror attacks on October the 7th are reunited, we hear from the uncle of two teenagers freed 50 days after being taken hostage. But we also hear from the families who've not been so lucky, waiting desperately to hear if their loved ones will be on the next list for release. We're nearing the end of the third day of the four-day truce between Hamas and Israel. We've witnessed scenes of jubilation as loved ones greet their family members who were taken hostage during the October 7th terror attacks, with hopefully more due to be released today and tomorrow. Here on The World in 10, you will have heard before the voice of Ahal Besserai. His sister was murdered at a kibbutz and her daughter, son and husband taken hostage by Hamas. Last night, the two children, Noah Moore, aged 16, and his younger sister, Alma, who's 13, were freed. Their father, though, continues to be held hostage. Ahal told us he's relieved that the children are free, but it comes with mixed feelings. I think it's uh, amazing that they are back home. But, you know, there are still many people held hostage uh, and Hamas is still uh, in existence. We are extremely happy to have them. I chatted to them this morning on video. Alma came on the screen with this enormous, beautiful smile of hers. She's lost weight, obviously, but looks, you know, glittering eyes and big smile. You know, I I just started to cry. Physically, as you've just heard, the children seem to be okay. But how on earth do you go about dealing with the psychological impact, not only of being held hostage for tens of days, but also of losing your mother to violence and also your home, maybe even your friends. Sarit Safati is the deputy head of child protection at the Israeli Ministry of Welfare and Social Affairs, and she will be working with some of those children. She told us the journey for them is sadly really just beginning. They now have to deal with uh, the information that their loved ones have been murdered. Some of them have entire communities that have been annihilated. So they will only now start to deal with this new and daunting information. The reactions and the behaviors to the trauma can vary from one person to another and from one child to another. So being uh, reunited with their families is really the beginning of the long 
uh, healing process. Of course, for every family celebrating, there are many more waiting for news. Christina Lamb is the chief foreign correspondent at the Sunday Times and has spoken to some of those families. As one of them described it to me, it's like the cruelest reality show that literally late each evening, often after 11pm, a, a list is done. Um, every single uh, one of the hostage families gets a call to say either your hostage is on the list or you're not on the list. And of course, you know, getting that message to say your daughter's not on the list. I talked to this wonderful lady, Mirav Goatman, whose daughter was at the music festival, the Supernova Music Festival, with the idea of every night, you know, waiting to hear if your child is going to be released the next day or not. It's just, you know, she described it as torture. It's just heartbreaking to hear that story. Let's just hope for a happy ending for all of those waiting families. Let's turn our attention now to Panama, where climate protesters have taken to the streets and blocked roads for several weeks now, following the government's decision to reopen a copper mine. But on Thursday, a spokesperson for the company that operates the mine said it isn't running at a commercial level and operations now may have to be suspended. My World in 10 colleague, Amy Gill, has been following the story and joins me now. Amy, so, you know, what's in next for the protesters and the mine? Well, I think it should also be noted that the legality of the mine has also been challenged and Panama's highest court is actually currently in deliberation as to whether it can continue to operate. Its reopening was racked by corruption allegations. And as you mentioned, the mine has been unable to get any coal after the ship carrying supplies was unable to dock due to hostility from protesters. But the company has also said that it plans to resume operations once the port blockade is resolved. As for the protests, they have been incredibly disruptive, not just for the mine, but for the country as a whole, as Times contributor in South America, Stephen Gibbs, told me. Well, these protests in Panama have been going on for several weeks now, and they are causing very serious disruption, particularly uh, in the delivery of things like fruit and food uh, from the provinces to Panama City. So there's quite a lot of anger in the air. And what we saw in Panama is something we've seen uh, elsewhere in the world where one issue is suddenly picked up uh, by activists, in in the Panamanian case, uh, a combination of of a union and a teacher's union, managed to mobilise a whole lot of people that were unhappy about a lot of things, not just the environment, but also the general economic situation in Panama, which is really struggling Uh, post the pandemic. Anger at the protesters came to a deadly head earlier this month when a Panamanian-American driver shot and killed two protesters on the Pan-American highway. Some sad news from the world of football today with the passing of legendary former England, Tottenham and Barcelona manager Terry Venables. He was 80 and had been ill for some time. Venables took England to the semi-finals of Euro 1996, a run he described as my most thrilling experience in football. But it all ended in tears after England were knocked out on penalties by Germany. You know, it's hard to take because you've you've gone around the world in different clubs or you're going around and you end up 
with penalties. And that's, that's always been difficult to, to think, well, we haven't lost, but we haven't won. Oh, I remember that. It was very, very painful. He also, though, ended Barcelona's 11-year title drought in 1985, becoming known as El Tel during his time in Spain and won the FA Cup with Tottenham in 1991. I'll leave the final word to the current England manager, Gareth Southgate. He says he was open-minded, forward-thinking and enjoyed life to the full. A brilliant man who made people feel special and an outstanding coach and manager. Terry Venables, who's died today at the age of 80. He's covered the royal family for more than a decade now, forging connections in Prince Harry and wife Meghan's inner circle. And now, Omid Scobie has written a new book about the state of the British monarchy. Endgame, Inside the Royal Family and the Monarchy's Fight for Survival, offers a somewhat withering assessment of an institution that he deems about to collapse. He portrays Prince William as a power-hungry heir, says King Charles is unpopular and describes the Princess of Wales as a wet blanket. I think that in the coverage of Kate's, we infantilise her and so the bar is always lower. The small achievements that we've sometimes seen from the Princess of Wales wouldn't perhaps be noticed if it was another member of the royal family. But with Kate, it's like, wow. Now, the last few years have seen tensions between the Sussexes and the rest of the royals, everything from Megxit to the Oprah Winfrey interview to Harry's memoir published earlier this year. But Ahmed does also say there have been some attempts at reconciliation. I was quite surprised when I heard that Meghan often has pictures of the grandchildren sent over yeah. to Charles's office, so he can always have, like, new pictures of them. And he was genuinely invited to the christening over here, but it came together last minute, and I don't think they took it personally that he didn't come. So there is a warmth there, but there's also, from what I understand, an understanding on the Sussex's side that Charles is never going to talk about these problems. They're, this is as good as it gets, so they can either take it or leave it, and it looks like they've taken it. But guess what? Omid didn't actually interview Meghan or Harry for his book, and the Times comment editor Laura Pullman says he has a colourful past. So sometimes he just catches himself out. He famously lied uh, about his age in a Times interview uh, a few years ago, which I brought up with him, and he was contrite about that. So he is slippery. I think we do have to take some of what he says with a, with a large pinch of salt. But equally, he seems to have good sources, especially when it comes to Meghan and Harry and people in their world. To read Laura's full analysis of Omid Scobie and his new book, you can take out a digital subscription. Thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. We'll see you tomorrow. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.